Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. ever had those moments where a potential client gushes over the free content you put out? They love the way you put yourself out there and the work that you do. In fact, they can't say enough good stuff about how much you've already helped them. And yes, they cannot wait to work with you one day down the road when they're ready. While this compliment might feel great, it's mostly just confusing because you see so clearly how you could help this person accomplish their goals really easily. You also understand that the idea of being ready, it isn't exactly real. We work with coaches because we don't know how to move forward. So what does ready even look like, right? When situations like this happen, often you might find yourself getting discouraged and wondering, what am I doing wrong? People say I'm so awesome, but yet nobody wants to hire me. Hey there, I'm Dallas Travers, and you're listening to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. And if what I just described rings a bell, you're going to love today's episode. My guest is Chris Voglio, who is this super dynamic, successful, really smart guy who came into our conversation wondering this very thing. Chris is a business and personal branding coach who helps creative business owners build a rock star brand to get them noticed, to help them feel confident, and to bring them more clients. And while Chris didn't really see this, I noticed something that I see in other Hive members as well. For lack of a better word, let's just call it the intimidation factor. As a coach, you may look like you've got it all going on and people just assume that they aren't ready or don't have that special secret sauce that you do. So the idea of working with you, it's kind of intimidating. I had a feeling that the intimidation factor might be the thing standing between Chris and all of the clients he dreams of. So we dug in how to best approach this odd phenomenon to create a permission structure that allows clients to feel confident about hiring Chris. And it actually includes two pieces. First, simply narrating what's actually going on in your marketing and your sales conversations. And then second, believe it or not, niching way down to turn the client's decision from a, oh, that sounds cool for someday down the road to an, oh, I need to work with you right now, ready or not. Lots of ground to cover in what's been one of my favorite episodes so far. So let's dive in, shall we? Chris, welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm excited. We just spent 20 minutes chit-chatting and talking business before diving in, so I'm excited to officially get started here. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm really excited to be on. It's really cool to be here, so thank you for having me. Of course. So there's so much we could talk about, but I would love to just hear from you what you most want to walk away with from our time together today. Yeah, thanks for asking that. I think for me, 
Not that I've got it all figured out. I certainly do not. There's a lot of things I'm I'm still very much actively working on through the hive and, and still, you know, watching a lot of recordings and working through it. But I think for me, the biggest thing I've been struggling with is just, you know, the conversions of clients and getting more clients in the door, uh, filling up my pipeline. I've done client surge once well, second time a little half-assed because <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think I just, I did a little too much. I did a little faster than I should have. I put a little, should have put a little bit more time and thought into it, but you know, at sometimes I'm just a very much a ready fire aim kind of person. So that's fine, you know, <laughs> learn, live and learn. But yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, and I, you know, when I, you and I were talking offline a little bit about that, a thing that I get a lot, which is, oh my God, I, you know, I love you. You're great. Everything you talk about is so awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, and then it's like, yeah, but, uh, but I don't actually want to pay you for it or I, I don't have the money to pay for it or, you know, so on and so on and so on. And, you know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to be better with, with the tactics of, you know, talking to people and, and closing better. I'm certainly not a stranger to it. I have been doing it my, my whole life out of necessity. I've, this is the second business I've owned. Yeah. And I slid into the business development role at my previous company uh, simply because my partner hated doing it. Uh, yeah. And so it was like, well, somebody's got to do it. So I'll do it. And just basically like everything, I, I learned trial by fire. <laughs> you know, yeah. I went to school for filmmaking and, and all that and then became a business owner and everything's been learned by by doing. So uh, there's definitely a lot of things I know I can improve on for sure. But it sounds like a theme, at least over the summer, and maybe it's carrying through. And there are, what I'm hearing is there are two, maybe three layers to it. Mm. One is people who come in for a discovery session have a, a version of I'm not ready yet, yeah. whether that's I can't quite afford it or the business isn't quite in the right place or let me go and get more clear and then I'll come back and work with you. Mm -hmm. There's potentially also, I don't want to say intimidation factor, but it could be an intimidation factor because you have it together, right? I'm thinking about another Hive member, Talita. Shout out to Talita. She's, She's awesome. She's been on the show a couple of times. We're actually tracking her progress this year. Yeah. And this is something that she bumps up against because Talita has had a goal of being in the Olympics, right? Since she was mm -hmm. eight, 10 years old, yeah. eight or 10. So she's very committed to self-care, fitness, goal setting, high achievement. And so often she hears like, oh, you're awesome. I could, I could never work with you because you're, you're too good at it. <laughs> does that, does that land for you at all, Chris? I wonder how uh, you often know what? that comes up. That's a really interesting perspective. I never thought about it like that because I don't think I've ever been told it in that way, but mm -hmm. because I just don't, it's okay. So I, I am confident in myself. And while I go through self-doubt, like I think every human being does, it's, yeah. but I don't ever, I guess I don't think about myself in that way of mm -hmm. like, you know, I just do what I do because I, I just, these are things I just love doing. I mean, yeah. this is me. Like I, I always tell people that I'm like the person you see that just puts out all that stuff. Like people who know me, like just go, well, that's just Chris being Chris. Like that's, there is no difference between the mm -hmm. things I put out publicly and, you know, my normal life. Although my husband, my wife would probably have a different perspective yeah, right. on that. Is she available? But, Maybe we'll yeah. do a bonus uh, Yeah, I'll bring her uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to bring her in. But she, uh, but, but that's, it's, that's a very interesting statement. So you got me, you, like, right away, you've got me like thinking like about that. I never, never thought about it like that ever. Right. Because there you hear a lot like, ah, you're killing it. You're so awesome. I love what you do. There's like, like people are fans. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like I love Van Morrison. I'd never take singing lessons from him. I'd be yeah, terrified. I, but to be like, you know, I'm the reason why I started playing guitar in the first place was because of Ace Frehley and Eddie Van Halen. And I'm like, right? <laughs> you're gonna be like, I did, if you had ever told me like, oh, you could take guitar lessons with them, I'd be like petrified. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that that there could be something there. Okay. That's right. And I'd love yeah. us to talk more about that because. Sure. What I'm not saying here is you got to dim dim your light, Chris. Right. You got to be more approachable. But I, I have an idea for you that I'd love to propose. Would but overall, it. what it sounds like is there's an urgency gap preventing more people from hiring you sooner. Is yeah. that accurate? No, I'd say that is very accurate. You know, and I have been told. So something else I've been told by, I guess, a couple people in my circle of you know peoples yeah. <laughs> who know me well um some of them have said that my they think that maybe i'm i you, you, you were talking about like that i am going over maybe people's heads with the sense of like like when i, I like i left my other company just simply uh, honestly to break it down i was just ready to do something new after being a, a producer and film video mm-hmm. for 20 years i i'm always a creative i love it it's why i did that and i will always be the creative i just was I was done with that as an industry whole, like doing yeah. video every single day. And I just, I wanted to do something else. I just, I was just ready. Yep. And so I, I set out to do this and I said, I really want to coach. I want to mentor. I want to be a consultant. Like I want to help people. It's something I've done my whole life. And I really feel like, I, I felt like I, I could be really good at this. Like I just naturally love doing it. And I love talking to people. I love helping people. And I'm like, I think I could do this and I, and I can monetize this. I can turn yeah. this into a business. And that was my plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why just that's how I started it. And everything's been trial by fire since. And, you know, I, I know what I know. And I was trying to figure out things that people have told me, which I did interviews very early on before you and I even met about like, you know, learning about spark interviews. I, yeah. I started doing that before that of like, you know, what do people want most from me? And a lot of the things that came out consistently was I'd love to learn how to put myself out there like you do, like be yeah. out there more, be, have the confidence, have all, all that stuff. And I and I recognize that as personal branding, I mean, back, you know, back, 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 <laughs> nobody mm-hmm. really called it personal branding then. And, you know, now it's become sort of like the hot buzzword of like, mm-hmm. you know, 2020 and on. So I was like, well, you know what? I know that stuff like the back of my hand is great and I love doing it. And if that's what people want to learn from me, then I would love to share that with everybody yeah. As well as the business, you know, just in the general of like running a business and, you know, mm-hmm. how do you do this and do that? So that was my blend. So I started leading with more of this personal branding coach. You know, what do you do? Well, I'm a personal branding coach. So now, though, I've started slipping in the, well, I'm a business and personal branding coach because yeah. of the feedback that I've gotten. Now, if people saying maybe you're going over people's heads and they don't understand what the hell you're talking about, when you say personal branding. Right. Or why do I need it? Especially again, right. if you go back to this. I'm not Chris syndrome. Let's call it Van Morrison syndrome for today's conversation. Is <laughs> I like that's that. okay with everybody? I dig that. Yeah. Right. Which is, oh, you're really good at this. I do not see myself as being nat- as being good at this. So let me wait until I'm confident enough to own a right. personal brand. Mm-hmm. I've actually, and I, I'm a business coach. I've, I don't meet very many people who say they want a personal brand. That's not their words for it either. No, you're right. And that's and that's the thing I've been I feel like I'm trying to figure out the right mix of yeah. what they're sort of calling it, which is a lot of times turns out to be I don't know how to put myself out there. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it really starts too with a lot of like, I don't know how to get more clients. 
Uh-huh. And the I don't know how to get more clients, then when you it becomes a mindset thing, and this is what I uncover. Usually the first thing I'm doing with people when I work with them one-to-one is we're usually doing a few weeks of mindset stuff because it is a lot of switching mm-hmm. and getting to the point of like, well, you want more clients. Well, what are you doing? And then I'm looking at LinkedIn and I'm looking at all these things and I'm like, you're a ghost. <laughs> like you're invisible. Yes. Like I get it. And you've got your awesome network of people and Believe me, I built business that way too. Old school of calling and doing what you do and one-to-ones like, yes, awesome. You've got to do that. But but your online presence or the other things that you're doing, like you're invisible. No one knows who you are. Like, who are you as a person? Like, what do you mm-hmm. stand for? What are your values? Like, yeah, you want business. We all want business. But like, yeah. you know, like you're just, and that's, that's usually the step. But there's a lot of movement to get to that point of, because you've been kind of doing the same thing. You know, like yeah. you're doing the permission granted program workshop Mm -hmm. like and i say this all the time and i'm like never ask for permission just do this like this is all the punk rock stuff that like i always bring in from right and again great yeah chris that's great for you look at you it's easy for you it's not easy for me okay i know i have a couple of ideas and so let's just see if you want to take the conversation in this direction Mm -hmm. two big opportunities number one hyper niching Mm -hmm. As a personal branding coach, like you could see that I struggle with this too, right? And I probably need to follow my own advice. Right. But I, if you're a coach, you should come, you should be in the hive. If you're a coach and you want to lead with your values, I am the mentor for you. But from the outside looking in, if you don't know me, and if you're a, a relationship coach and you don't know me, I'm no different from any of the other experts out there. But if I went all in on if you're a relationship coach with values, right? I am the mentor for you. Oh my, like it would feel like the skies parted, right? When you discovered right. me, it'd be an easy yes. So maybe I'm talking to myself more than you, <laughs> but I like, you know, but that's a, a conversation I've been having lately. Like, am I niched enough? So I think if, if you'd be open to talking about how you can begin by hyper-niching, and it, it's the hyper-niching that then opens up more opportunities later for you to have enough sure. street cred where you're serving anybody, mm-hmm. right? Hyper-niching, and then really thinking about naming the transformation in your in their language rather than this, what can be often nebulous. It's a, either nebulous or it's nice to have or it's something you have to be established enough to own, mm-hmm. which is personal branding. Right. So can we go down that road? Yeah. No, okay. I'd love that. This is awesome. So okay. I feel like you're like a thousand percent inside my head because this is the <laughs> stuff that I think about all the time. So. Right. right. Well, the thing that's, I was thinking about it earlier and then offline before we began recording, you shared that you taught recently at a cannabis convention. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, if he was a branding coach for cannabis growers or cannabis product makers, you know how easy it would be to find clients? Right. No, oh, exactly. Well, that's, <laughs> believe me, or it's elementary that's not school teachers or yeah. like name, name the industry. Right. That part doesn't matter. So if you think about all of the people that you've served, if you, if you were forced today to hyper niche into a specific market, what market would you choose? It's an excellent question. So I'll t- let me let me back it up just a little sure, bit before yeah. I give the supreme answer. But when I started, my first inclination, and I don't think it's a big leap, considering that's where I spent my time for 20 years, was in 
video film. So, but I, I put it under the, listen, I, I love working with creators. So to me, that's, you know, video, photo, design, podcasters, really anybody in creative services, like, or creative professionals. And because it's just, it's what I know really well. I feel like I can connect to people. I understand what it's like. And I understand how difficult it could be, especially if you're very introverted and, you know, putting yourself out there and networking and building relationships to find a business. I understand how hard it can be. Mm-hmm. And I can relate a lot. And, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that, you know, through all the different things that it's not impossible to get the business, you know, and right. it's just work with what you have, work on your strengths. So that was my initial, like what I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. But then I started putting that out there and I felt like what was happening is like everybody else, but creators were kind of coming out to me. <laughs> so I'm getting mortgage professionals. I'm getting all kinds of other professional services, like whether they're owners or, you know, they're in like the, the sales role, which is fine. I'm getting that and I'm getting that I did, you know, I got some creators, but I, I got to tell you, if you look at my book of business right now, it is like, it's a melting pot. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. Which, you know, and I, I, and I'm not trying to say everybody can work with me. I don't try to I, like my, you know, you help me with my, which is, you know, creative business owners. Like I, I put it in there, but I, but I like where you're saying where you're going, because I, this is where I feel like that I am struggling with this of like, cause I love working with people like, like we all do, yeah. right. We're coaches, yeah. man. We want to coach, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I like the niching, niching down and trying to figure out, well, where can I focus the power of, you yes. know, people who want it more, Yeah, you know, and the cannabis thing is, is, is really cool. And I'm learning that industry and, and learning a lot. There's a lot of layers to it. And, and mm-hmm. it's, it's complicated. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's there and a lot of people need help there, but it is a slightly more layered than, than some of the other, you know, business owners. Or right. Businesses Especially if you don't come from that industry, there's a learning curve for you. Yeah. Big time. Big yeah, time. I understand and, that. And, and I'm fine. And I'm, and I'm, you know, and I've been working on it, but it, it does take a while because you've got to, you know, listen, it's, it's a trust thing. Like people want to know, like, are you, are you for real? Or are you just here to list, like make money right. off of us? And, and, right. you know, you get kicked yeah, out of the community totally. pretty fast. <laughs> okay. So what would be, so there's a difference though, Chris, between like creators is not a niche. I know. So <laughs> I let's know just play the, the problem. game. Like, yeah. And you don't have to commit to it. Sure. Right. But let's just play the game. Like if you had to focus on a very specific, a too specific niche like you said mortgage professionals that's no that's specific yeah (laughs) right again that's not a suggestion it's an example but if you had to really go in on the first layer of your audience what would you pick (laughs) wow the problem is I I love I love doing them all I know and this is this is the issue with and this I feel like has been a big problem with me because I love doing it all but Video film for me is something that just comes so like those prof- it just comes so easy because I know that business so inside out and I yeah. understand and they're, it's all very similar to like photo to you know even you know I'm working with some podcasters and because it's like you know I, I get it and I'm getting at the point where it's like hey I'm I have a podcast and I want to I I want to turn my podcast into a business I don't know now how to take it from hobby to like now I want to monetize it make it into a business so it's right. like. I, Okay, so it's, I've heard three, all, three possible niches, video, photo, and podcasting. You know, design, designers, because just mm-hmm. creative, you know, I, I like. 
You're not answering my question. I know, I know. This is like because I'm like I'm hiding, I'm having it hard. I'm having a hard time doubling down on on one of these, which is probably my problem. <laughs> it's the root of my problem, I'm sure. It just makes it so hard. You know what? It's all fun, and that's the. <laughs> it's all. I, fun I'm with to, you. Yeah. And you know, I'm. This is the pot calling the kettle black here because my niche is I help coaches who aren't business coaches, and yet, like, yet here you are, right? So, like, but that's the point. Yeah, right? no, it when is you're the really point. Clear about your niche, you, your niche gets broader much more quickly. Your client base gets broader much more quick, quickly. Right. But I'll tell you, you know, I see how much simpler my life, my marketing life would be if I did go all in on relationship coaches. Right. Right. So, as an exercise, if you had to go all in, would it be film producers? I mean, I would probably, I would probably call it more like, let's just say, let's just say, let's just call it video production owners, like video production owners. I, that, some, they call like, themselves? If for the most part, like I, you know, video production agency owners, kind of thing, or you okay. know, production studio owners. I don't know. I don't oh God, know. your energy so, just went out the window. You're so <laughs> not stoked about that. <laughs> well, I, because I, I'm trying to, I'm like. It's so weird, man. It's so weird. I like, I, I, like, I, I know, like, so, like, I, I, I actually get envious of people, like, you know, like Laser, because I'm like, oh, man, they, you know, they got it down, like, they got right. it down, and I, and I love that, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had that, and I know I could get it. I just having a different kind of like, like Benno, rocking that, like, I love that, and, and so many of the other people, like, like Bex, and I, like, I watch all of them, and I'm like, man, I am so like, it's so inspirational for me. They're so in, and I'm like, I just having a hard time I, I guess that's my biggest problem i'm having a hard yeah. time figuring out who i want to work with because they're all awesome and i and i have so much joy out of working yep. with with all the different like i like working with the podcasters i like working with the film and video people i like working with mm-hmm. you know the photographers and the designers that i i have right now like i really enjoy those groups because i feel like there's instant connections there because i, I when immediately when they start telling me what their problems are i'm like I know exactly yep. like how to help you. Like yep. I'm right in on it because I've been in all those spots. Yeah. I know the feelings. Okay. So I just had an aha. Okay. Because, you know, I'm talking about my own, like, oh, my life would be so much easier. But hold up. Like I've been doing this long enough to be able to serve a broader audience. Mm-hmm. But when I started, when I moved from being a business coach for actors and into this broader coaching market, mm-hmm. the people I mentored started with actors who wanted a side business. That, hmm. that was the niche. That's very hyper-niched. Wow. The, the program was called Your Other Dream Job. <laughs> and the, I like that. the positioning around it was acting is your real dream job. Wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to wait tables anymore or like have a bunch of gigs? Mm-hmm. Then it evolved into actors who want to be coaches. And that's where I got my street cred. Right. That's mm-hmm. where I really fine tuned my processes. That's where I informed what it is I coach today. So I went, I, I flew my plane through the eye of a pin needle. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, it gets broader. So I'm sharing this to say, I know from experience, and I'm glad I remembered this, right? By focusing on a tiny niche right now, you'll be able to serve the masses sooner Mm -hmm. than by focusing on the masses right now. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
That makes sense. Right? Because we talk about this inside the hive just around client search. Part of the client search process is to fall on your face in discovery sessions a lot. It's how you get good at them. Right? No, I agree. 100%. Yeah. So by niching way down, if you all could see me, I'm like really speaking with my hands here. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. (laughs) By really niching down, it makes client attraction so much easier. It turns their experience from, wow, Chris is awesome. One day when I'm personal brand worthy, I'm going to work with Chris to holy crap. I own a video production company and he helps video production company owners bring in more business. I'm in. So it's instead of a nice to have, it's a have to have. You Mm -hmm. work with those people, you iron out your process, you get street cred. Their friends who aren't video production agency owners see them thriving and suddenly a a wider variety of people come in naturally and your niche evolves, your your marketing, right, Mm -hmm. evolves as your client base broadens, but you got to go narrow first. If if you can tolerate it, that would be my biggest piece of advice for you today. Okay. I like this. So I need, I'm to, not gonna I need you- to hear this. This is the stuff I need. I need to hear this. So this is it. This is what I do to other people. So this is, I need to hear this. So I'm not going to make you commit today, but let's get really clear on the, the date, your drop dead date for when you're going to commit on your hyper niche. Mm-hmm. Let's experiment with it for 90 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when are you going to hyper niche? And that'll start your 90 day experiment. And then I want to get clear on what steps will you take in order to land on the hyper niche that lights you up? Let's talk about that right after the break. Today's episode is brought to you by Flawless Free Sessions, which is the proven, authentic process to help you get clients without selling. So if you feel allergic to enrollment calls or you turn into an awkward robot anytime you have to actually sell, you need this guide because it's going to teach you how to kick your sessions off from the beginning with honesty and integrity so clients don't feel guarded and you don't feel sleazy. You'll also learn the single most important sentence to say in every discovery session. This is a total game changer. You're going to learn the big mistake even veteran coaches make that ultimately turns people off. And of course, you'll learn how to let go of the pressure to sell and still be able to fill your coaching calendar. We're talking about selling inside this very episode and Flawless Free Sessions will help you take what you learned today even further. You can download this guide absolutely free at Flawless freesessions.com. With it, you won't have to worry about being salesy ever again. And now back to the episode. Okay, Chris, like I said, I'm not going to just make you say, all right, fine. I now I work with mortgage professionals. Thanks a lot, Dallas. I'm so happy I came on the show. (laughs) 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 But if you had to create an action plan, right? Aligned with the way that you work to help you land at a hyper niche that we can then experiment with, what would the action plan be? So I know for me, what I would probably do, because what I tell everybody else to do is I would sit and I'd write down a list of the things that I, the people I love working with, like the, the, the industries, let's just call them that Mm -hmm. I really enjoy working with that excite me. Mm -hmm. That's where I would start. And then I would begin to sort of like Probably then from that point, then grade them on level of excitement. 
Yeah. But, but seriously, because I, I listen, I, I want, you know, I want to help people. I want to be into it, you know, and it's, it's a reason why I even like left Grace Guy because I wanted to do more of the things I wanted to do and not be so boxed in as, you know, video production producer. Like I wanted to just be like, I want the freedom to do the things I want to do. Yes. Okay. So what if you made a list of all of the people that you've loved working with so far mm-hmm. and maybe even the people who didn't hire you, which was, and it was such a bummer because you knew I was just thinking that. you could soar with them. I was just thinking that. I was thinking about, yeah, re-looking at the people that, yeah, wound up not working with me and being like, yeah. oh, man, I was really hoping they would go with me and they didn't. And yep. Which, you know, is fine. But that's, uh, but yeah, it is worth looking at that list too. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. and then we'll see what that, like, how narrow can you get just as a game, mm-hmm. right? So we're yeah. look at the list. How narrow can you get? And I would rate... Like excitement, which you mentioned, ease, mm-hmm. right? So you worked with someone named Jeremy, who's a mortgage professional and making this up, right? I was, I don't know, scale of one to 10, it was a four on excitement, ease, it was a six. And the results he got, it was kind of awesome. That was a 10. So it's a total score of 20. So if you rate each of these by more than one piece of criteria, it often gives you more perspective. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay. That's a great idea. So the next step I would invite you to take is this list of people, Mm -hmm. whether they hired you or not, go back to each one of them and ask in your own words, how would you finish this sentence? I reached out to Chris because I wanted to get better at blank. Or I reached out to Chris because I know I needed to blank. Let's find their words for personal branding. And the, these are the people that uh, that didn't wind up working with me. Or it is the, just everybody. The same list of people you were ex- who excited you. Gotcha. Got it. Whether they worked with you or not. Now, remember, the ones who have worked with you, they're a little bit indoctrinated. So be careful. Mm-hmm. They'll probably use your words for things right. more than people who didn't end up hiring you. Got it. Great. So hopefully that will take us to a place where, all right, I'm going to try this experiment of hyper niching. Mm-hmm. And instead of a personal brand and business coach, it's going to turn into something like I help video production agencies put themselves out there to bring in more clients, whatever their words end up being. Right, right, whatever their words are. Right. Okay. Okay. So what is the deadline for this assignment? The deadline for this assignment is something I want to start right away. So because that's just how I am. (laughs) Because now I'm like all jazzed up about this. I'm like, let's just go. So I would probably say I want to run this exercise. I'm actually going to run this exercise probably over the next day or two Okay. for at least doing, getting the grading and then doing that and then sending out this communication. Okay. So, So and then it's just a matter of hearing back from folks, but can you give me an update in a week? Oh yeah, it's easy enough. Yeah. Okay, great. What if anything, if you just check in with yourself, like what if anything might hold you back from this hyper niche experiment? I think the only thing that would hold me back at this point, which is just in my, it's all in my, it's all in my own head. It's just, it's just fear. That's all, you know, or, or just, or the fear of like saying, oh, I think I'm going to like this and I get excited and then I realize I don't like it. But then I'm like, but that's fine. You could always change. Like there's no, totally. you're not like, 
The, no one else so is paying attention. Really nothing. Yeah. No one, no one cares. That's the thing. Like <laughs> no one really cares. Exactly. No one's paying attention. I tell people that all the time. Like people pay attention, but they don't pay attention. They pay attention for like, like goldfish amount of memory. And then, yeah, right. it's, and then it's gone. So yeah. don't worry about that. So I just, you know, it's just got to get over my own head trash. Of yeah. That and, and that's it. That's really what it is. Okay. It's just head trash. Yeah. And let's just, it is just an experiment. Like you don't have to right. stick with anything. Right. Okay. Exactly. It's just an experiment and that's totally fine. So I just, as long as I remember that and keep that, then the rest of the stuff is easy to just like tell it to go away. Okay. Great. So I'm excited to hear how that's going to go. Me too. Where you land. <laughs> I'd like now to address this other piece if you're open to it. Let's do it. Which is what what do you feel might be missing in your marketing mm -hmm. to address the wow, Chris is so awesome. I could never be that awesome. Great question because I never thought about it like that and so you said the are you totally referring to the people being like kind of a little like i like almost like fearful of working with me because this is or what just we're not going. ready it's like because they see you as right and they're just not ready so mm -hmm. I, yeah it's interesting because i you know i try to be very very relatable and very down to earth about things you know and just 100 percent just practice what i preach which is being myself you know, I, I don't think I come off as somebody extraordinary. <laughs> I just don't, you know, I, I, you know, I always tell, I wear it on my sleeve, you know, rock, metal, punk, uh, Star Wars nerd. Like I just, mm -hmm. I'm just like any other dork who goes and, <laughs> and spends money on Star Wars, like merchandise, <laughs> you know, like, or, you know, uh, the, the guy that goes to a record store and flips the records for two and a half hours. And, you mm -hmm. know, it's just who I am. And I, I, I try to be very, very much relatable to that. But while also sharing like my content of like talking about business and just where I'm come from, my experiences, it's what I've done. That's all my coaching is based on all the stuff that I've just done totally. lived through. I mean, that's it. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't have these certifications or accreditations and mm -hmm. I just, that's it. So I, 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 that's why I try. So it's just an interesting perspective because it's something that I now would like to think about like, well, what am I, what am I doing that could be making people like, no, Am I, I just I don't too think much. It, is it just too much? It'll make no, just <laughs> do not take that away. Everybody listening, do not take that away from this conversation. That's not what I mean. I think it's maybe even leaning into your awesomeness even more. But okay. there's something there's a normalizing piece that's missing. Mm -hmm. right? Okay. I have two thoughts around this. All right. Number one, narrate the fact. <laughs> that they don't think they're as awesome as you are. <laughs> not in those words. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now, I know you're not as awesome as me, but let me teach you I this know. anyhow and good luck with it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because that just goes so much against like how I just am, because I just, right. you know, I don't see myself that way at all. I mean, yes. I just do what I do. You know, yep. it's it. That's really how I, yeah. I just get excited about stuff. Yeah. But if we look at the feedback you receive, but, there's a theme here. No, then and you're right. Putting it's, you on a pedestal, mm -hmm. right? So it's just talking about that. So I'm going to make something up here. All right, okay. you're doing a training about how to like ask for the sale, mm -hmm. right? And you teach it, and then you say, "All right." So I know you might be watching this, thinking like, "Yeah, Chris, that's easy for you," 
Mm-hmm. You're the let's rock guy. You have a lot of confidence, right? I have two things to say about that. Number one, who better to learn from? If you're not confident, who better to learn from than someone who is? Number two, what I just taught you is not about confidence. If you follow the steps, two things will happen. Number one, you'll see better results. And number two, you will grow your confidence. You cannot wait to be confident before you move forward. It's the action that builds the confidence. So we just addressed that thought in their head. How does that land for you? Well, actually, let me just, I'm going to talk, speak into it a little bit more. Inside the Hive, the foolproof webinar formula, the structure that I teach on how to deliver content is all about addressing the different types of learning styles. There is a certain type of learner, (laughs) I don't even know if that's a word, but (laughs) who is a bit of a yeah, but person. This is my husband. My husband, in order to, he's not negative, right? He's not trying to like ruin your your life, even if some days it feels like that. The way he processes information is to poke holes in the process. The way, the way he really understands it is to be like, yeah, but have you thought about X? Or yeah, but how does that apply in this sort of special circumstance? So it's the 6S system inside the Foolproof Webinar Formula. But that last S is a special circumstance. So when you're delivering content right? In all of your marketing, that Mm. special circumstance that you need to speak, that I invite you to speak into is the, yeah, Chris, but I'm not you. That just helps people feel seen and heard, and it creates a permission structure for them to, to apply what you're teaching or to hire you. Okay. So how does that land for you? No, actually, I like that because I'm thinking this through as you're, as you're saying. Yeah, all I this. see and it. I'm, yeah, it's like the, the the little hamster wheel in my head is spinning. You know what? It's interesting because I, I like what you're saying. I never realized that. And I have I have caught myself saying it a few times of saying, listen, you don't have to worry about don't worry about being me. Worry about being yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've said that phrase a few times, but but it's but I the way you're framing this out now, the way you're laying it the way you've told me it and these it just it makes more sense now mm-hmm. this way mm-hmm. because i don't think i've ever really thought about like i said I, I never thought about it that way that that could be the thing that's disconnecting yeah so like you're saying like lean into it more and actually bring it up more because it's probably what people are really thinking yes more than i have even thought obviously <laughs> based on this conversation so yeah And it's just affirming where they're at. So for you to say, and I'm not saying you're saying this exactly, but just as an example, Mm -hmm. it's easy. Just go for it, right? Like you can rock this. You've got it. For them, it's like, well, no, that is is not my experience. Right. Right. So now there's a trust link. Like I'm a fan, but I don't trust that what you're teaching actually works for me. So instead saying, I could sit here and tell you how easy this is. And let's be honest, it is probably easier for me than you. I've been doing it a long time. And it's my passion. That's why I teach other people how to do this. So like, don't compare yourself to me. But let's be honest, this is not going to feel easy the first three times you do it. 
But here's why it's important. In st- here's why it's important anyway. Mm. So we meet them where they're at instead of just trying to like root them on because it feels dismissive. This is for everybody. The things we're naturally good at are likely the things you coach about. Yeah. So it's just easier for us than it is for others. And so by trying to sell your services, saying how easy your process is, that can almost work against you. Because your audience doesn't think it's easy or they wouldn't be following you and thinking about hiring you. No, it's a it's a really good point. Are you speechless right now for the first time ever? <laughs> I, I might be. Well, you know what? Like I said, this is something I've been like, I, this is, I've been struggling with this. When you, mm. what, what's the question? Hey, uh, what keeps you up late at night or what keeps you from sleeping? Well, this, <laughs> this right. is it. I mean, as a business owner, I mean, you're never, you know, you're always trying to figure out, well, what is this and what is that? And, you know, even when it's working, you're still trying to like figure out, well, how do I get it to work better? And then so I'm just yeah. like to this point of, you know, like I'm, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the right things, but it just isn't like, like what is going on? You know, yeah, like I get this feedback, I get all this stuff. I'm like, what is missing? What am I doing wrong? Like, yeah, this is, I would have, I just never thought about it this way. I really haven't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're coming at it from a different angle because I think as coaches, what we naturally want to do is cheer people on. And sometimes that energy is a mismatch with where they're at. So we can encourage them, Mm. right, and set them up to win. But it's not by only ever being positive and like, look at look at me. I can do it. Yeah, it just becomes toxic positivity, which does nothing. Right, 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 right. There's another suggestion I have if if you're open to it. Let's keep going. And that (laughs) is storytelling and social proof often in your marketing. And you, again, <laughs> I say, let's totally lean in to this. Wow, Chris, you're awesome. I'm intimidated. Like, let's go there. Right. Lita, if you're listening, same thing. Flex your arms all the time. <laughs> but she's so, so strong and like, we, we can't play small. Okay. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that is, I'm, I'll use the example of closing the sale. Mm-hmm. Tell a story about Jeremy, the mortgage professional, who got better at closing the sale and used Jeremy as the case study instead of you. And you could even say, listen, like I could tell you a lot of stories about me. In fact, I'll tell you one. But now let me show you how this worked for Jeremy, just in case you're worried that I have some sort of secret sauce that you can't learn. Mm. So more social proof is going to bridge that gap for folks as well. So uh, let's say like social proof in the form of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, that that tracks. Great. I like that a lot, actually. That's that's actually really good. This is something I tell people. <laughs> I tell other people this all the time. It's like, you know, <laughs> tell your story, share your experiences. Like, they're unique. I do the whole thing. And it's like, duh, Chris. <laughs> I know. Like, we're we're in it too deep to see it sometimes. All the time. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. pretty much all the time. I mean, it's true. It just is, you know, it's, uh, it's why it's, it's why you invest in mm-hmm. people like yourself and, you know, people and you, is why you do it because you, you, you can't do it alone. You just can't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's what I've got so far. I want to see mm-hmm. if I've missed anything. And then I'd love to hear your takeaways from our conversation. We're going to experiment with hyper niching. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a list of the people who have 
lit your fire the most, whether they've hired you or not. Right. And they're going to inform for you what mm. this hyper niche experiment might be around. You've given yourself a deadline of a week. Mm -hmm. And then let's just commit. We're recording this, everybody, the middle of September. So can you ride that out through the end of the year to gather enough information about how, how on track this hyper niche theory is? Yep. Great. Yep. Those same people who light your fire are the ones you're going to ask to complete for that sentence completion piece so that we can make the idea of personal branding and business coaching more concrete. Mm -hmm. And then to overcome this, th this pedestal syndrome, Van Morrison syndrome, right? We called yep, it. Van Morrison syndrome. We're going to just narrate the fact that like, we're going to narrate the thoughts in their mind right? And instead of talking about things being easy or using yourself as an example, we're going to validate the fact that for them, it might be hard, which doesn't mean it's not worth doing and not learnable. And use client stories more to illustrate your the points you're getting across so that they can see themselves right. in your process instead of separate from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> I, no, I like it. It was good. Cool. This, is, this is exactly what I needed. It really is. Great. All right. So what's your biggest takeaway from our conversation as we wrap up today? Uh, well, biggest takeaway was just, you know, the self-realization or the realization of what you brought up, which is something I just never thought about, which was the the Van Morrison syndrome type of mm. thing. But but yeah, I just, once again, I don't see myself like that, but I, but it is a thing I wasn't thinking of is like, well, then how, but how do other people see it? And that's, and not everybody I'm sure is going to vocalize it to me. So, I mean, every now and then I get that, but it's more, you know, but I, it's probably more widespread than I even thought. So that's just, a, it just that's something that really is really uh, kind of knocked me on my socks today. Great. The other component too is the niching down, which I feel like has been something that's been in the back of my head for a while but just not committing to it, just not committing to it. Yeah. And now I feel like, you know, as I'm now starting year two of this company, it's something, you know, it's, it's part of the growth and it's part of like, okay, Hey, I did this, this, and this, and this now it's what's, what's working, what's not working. And, yep. you know, and this is something that deep down inside, I, I just know I need to do it. I've been avoiding it. So this is now you basically saying just stop avoiding it. And, and as we said, it's an experiment. So doesn't mean it can't change. And at the end of the day, who really cares if it does change? Like, this is why yeah. you do things. You got to experiment, see what works. And when it doesn't work, that's right. You change it and you just move on. Like, you yeah. can't dwell on it. Great. You know, well, I a had, lesson learned. <laughs> I had so much fun in our conversation today. Thank you for coming on the show. Me too. This this was awesome. I appreciate the opportunity. And this is great. I'm really happy. So thank you so much for uh, having me on today. You're welcome. And thank you everyone for tuning in. If any of this resonated for you, think about how you can get even more specific with your niche and where there might be a gap in your marketing, helping people see themselves as capable enough to apply what it is you offer them. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. 
Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Thank you.